What's going on everyone? It's your favorite minority from the loud majority Just touching base with the bass um, Coming back from my trip to D.C. Uh, just want to go in on what I saw while I was out there <clears throat> um, You know, I took a walk around, um, you know, the National Mall um, You know, uh, I went to uh, the Boardwalk um, Saw a lot of the restaurants, saw a lot of people There was a lot of people out there at the Boardwalks a lot of people, it was pretty cold out there. A lot of people, for some reason, out there don't like to wear coats. I don't, I don't understand. It was by the water. It's pretty cold. A lot of people didn't have a coat on for some reason. It was the strangest thing. But um, <laughs> it was very nice, though, to see a lot of people out gathered around together. I mean, it was, it was a very, very nice nice, uh, nice place. It was my first time ever being in D.C. Um, you know, it was, it was a very, very, very nice experience for me and my girlfriend we went we had a great time um you know we saw a bunch of things but you know we went to the boardwalk we saw a bunch of restaurants we tried to eat at one um you know they were going to let us eat when you know they they didn't have any uh vaccine requirements there were some places that did uh i saw a bunch of restaurants um making people show vaccine passports and a bunch of things like that so we didn't even bother to go there um so we saw a bunch of we tried like one or two other places before we before we uh ultimately found a very very cool place called called the wharf very very nice place very nice place um it's actually it, it, there was no mass requirement no vaccine requirement obviously um it was very very cool it was kind of like an arcade uh setting and and you can pretty much sit where you want they had different uh different kinds of um tables you know you could sit like kind of like in a lounge chair with a small table in the middle of you know a small lower table like you're in a sort of like a lounge area and eat there if you wanted to or you can sit at a regular table they had uh arcade games it was a pretty nice place they had a nice bar um food was good drinks were good had a great time and then um this morning uh, we went to, we walked around, you know, like the Washington Monument. We went to go see the Washington Monument. Um, walked uh, by, a little close to the Capitol building, not too close. Not that we didn't get up close to the Capitol, but we could see it from where we were. A lot of people out and about. A lot of people enjoying themselves, walking around. Um, you know, looked like normal life. Some people masked up, not too many though. Um, Saw the like I said the Washington Monument, um, walked to the White House. I got in front of the White House as well. There were a couple of protests going on in front of the White House for the, the people of Ukraine. Um, I guess there were you know Ukrainian um, them you know the people there that were U either Ukraine Ukrainian Amer Ukrainian Americans, and they were uh, protesting for you know they wanted some of the signs I saw said things like you know. Support won't help, and airstrike or air air an airlift will, or you know they want they want they want air support pretty much from the United States. I just read that they're actually going to get it from Europe. Apparently, there's a couple fighter jets on the way to Ukraine now to help out. They're going to escalate the situation. That's another you know I'm gonna go into that in a little bit, but I want to continue talking about my time in D.C. Um, you know I saw I saw some people out there. I I, I saw a few homeless people. I, I gave one of them some money, a bit of money just so they can get something to eat. Um what else? 
It was a long walk. Uh, that's all I know. <laughs> uh, on TV, when you're not, when you're not there, you, you think that all these things are like very, very close to each other. You think that they're like within a block or two from each other. They're not. I'm telling you right now, they're not. So if you go to D.C. and you think and you think that these things are very close to each other when you're walking, they're not. <laughs> it's a nice, nice, uh, definitely a nice walk, for sure. My legs are a little bit on fire. I ate at a food truck, a very nice food truck. The food is amazing, by the way. The food truck food was amazing. We got a few free samples. It was very good. I suggest, I suggest that everyone, everyone listening, if you haven't been to D.C., I suggest you go. If you're close, if you're within driving distance. I mean, I'm coming. I went from New Jersey, so it only took it took me about three hours, to, three four hours to get there, three three four hours to get back. Um. So yeah, I mean, it was a very very nice time. Um, once again, I saw people protesting in front of the White House. Um, there was there were other protests going on in front of the White House too, not just for Ukraine. There was for a bunch of other things. I saw there was a man out there, a small Chinese American man. And, and this is exactly what he said because he was like, "I'm Chinese American." But you know, he seemed a little a little off to people. I can tell he seemed a little off to people. Just kind of kind of his like his image and you know and the way he was talking. But he was making a lot of sense. And he was by himself. And he was he was just speaking out loud to anyone that would listen, pretty much. And he said a lot of things that I agree with. He was saying a lot of things I agree with. Um, you know, about the election and a bunch of things. So it was interesting to see that. And he was a Chinese American, and he was he was definitely definitely going off. He was letting it be known about a lot of things. <laughs> he was said he was proud to be a Republican American, um, you know, all these things. He, he was a very nice man. So yeah, I mean it was it was a good time. I had a great time in D.C. I can't wait to go back. I'll definitely be back. Um, I'm seeing now. I I saw a few you know national. I I wouldn't say national guard, but I saw a few army trucks. Here, there, you know, not not too many, but now I'm seeing videos of other people that were in D.C. today, and they're driving through the town, and you can see that there's army trucks spread out in different areas of, you know, just like residential neighborhood parked throughout like the residential streets in different parts. Not all like not not very close, but one one block and then one like two blocks and around the corner and another one but another two blocks and around the corner from that one somewhere so it was like they were strategically mapped out in, in this video i just saw but i didn't notice it while i was there but this person drove around I, i'm not sure the person's name in the video but this person was driving around and he was explaining everything that he saw so i'm guessing that they're bringing in you know the army and things like that because they're getting ready for this trucker the trucker convoy that's getting ready to show up now, I didn't see any signs of anything unusual out there, you know, that they were doing anything any different than what I would expect uh, on a normal day in D.C. I did see the fence at the Capitol. There was a few roads blocked off that you couldn't turn down. I'm guessing, you know, they're in, in preparation of the in preparation of the um, truck convoy, they're they're probably blocking off some streets and then getting ready getting ready for these guys to show up. But other than that, I didn't really see anything too out of the ordinary as far as, like, them getting, like, super, super prepared. You know what I mean? But I know for a fact that they're they're, def they're definitely expecting them. So, you know, and I just saw a video that they're on their, they're, they're you know, still en route and on their way to D.C. So, you know, they're, they're going to get there and then we're going to see what's going to happen. But 
Yeah, so back to I was saying about the, the, the military truck. So, yeah, they're strategically mapped out, clearly, for the truck convoy. So we'll see where, where that goes when they got, once, you know, once these guys get there. We'll see how, how the Army and, I'm guessing, the National Guard and the Secret Service, how, how they uh, react to these truckers once they show up. Like, if they as soon as they get there, are they going to get the FU and get told to turn around? Or are they going to let them protest for a day or two and before they decide to, uh, you know, Go full Canada on them. We'll see what happens. So, should be interesting. Should be interesting. But yeah. So now back to the Ukraine situation. Um, a lot of these, a lot of this stuff is getting, you know, getting found out to be just garbage, garbage, uh, garbage intel, man. Like some of these videos, some of the things being reported. Some of the things that we're hearing, we're seeing, are not actually real, or not actually from this this incident, or you know they're they're fabricated. I mean, a lot of this is very shady. Now we're not saying that we don't feel bad for the people that are caught in the middle because I we do. The innocent lives and the innocent people, we definitely feel bad for that are caught in the middle because they have nothing to do with it. This is the government, in my opinion, their government, their corrupt government, being paid back for the things that they've done, the nasty things that they've done. The terrible things that they've done, which they don't have a good track record. You understand? So, we we feel bad for the people caught in the middle, for sure. For sure. But, we also can't just all decide to be so angry that we decide that, okay, let's go in. And let's send our boys and our, our sons and daughters in there to go possibly die. Because the moment we get involved, that becomes a world war. You know, this is a this is a Russia-Ukraine problem because, you, you know, Ukraine used to belong to Russia and, you know, they're on their border now and they're doing things they shouldn't be doing the same way it would be with Mexico. So this is their problem. This is their incident. Their governments clashing. We have problems. We, we, we handle it. Nobody gets in, in the middle of our problems. You know what I mean? So... We're not, we're not, it's not like we're, we have, we hold an exclusive right to being able to other people's stuff up. You understand? So, there's a lot of people that are, uh, there's a lot of people that were questioning the media right alongside people like me and other people that do what I do. They were questioning the media right alongside of us the whole time through COVID. And as soon as this, as soon as this thing happened, this Ukraine and Russia, they started to buy into it. Even as a lot of the videos and a lot of things being reported were getting debunked, they still started sticking up for what the, the things that the media was saying. The media is saying, it's like they're now defending the media and the things they're saying. Like, well, we know this is real and we know it's true. And it's like, wow. So now you know for a fact what you're seeing on the news is true now. Why? Because you have family there. Because you have, you're you you're Ukrainian yourself. Or <clears throat> listen, like I said, <clears throat> I'm I'm sure that there's a conflict, and I'm sure that there are innocent lives caught in between. But the narratives matter. Okay, there are people mad that we're picking apart the narrative on why this is happening. They don't want to hear. It. It's like, oh, oh, that's you know that. You know, we don't. I don't think that's what it is. And it's like, okay, so what do you think? What what you're being told on the news? Aha! 
The same news that you sit and say you don't, you can't trust and you can't believe. Come on. But it goes to show how how it literally goes to show just how easy it is to turn a lot of people right back, right back to, to sheep, right back to the side of the media. Even some of these truthers right away expose the weakness in them immediately. Now. When this whole thing kicked off, before I had more better information, I said, okay, this is real. This is happening. You know, they're going in, they're getting ready to do the thing. As more information started to come out and things started to be debunked, I'm starting to use my common sense. I'm, I'm researching. I'm, I'm digging. I'm finding things from two years ago that are being reported as now. I'm finding a lot of things that are going viral, being used to trick people, you know, into supporting us going in, which is going to lead to a disaster if we do that so it's it's very easy to see how they're spinning this and how they're getting people to fall back in line even some of these truthers that didn't believe a word that these people would say you know several not even weeks but literally a day or two a day or two ago before this whole you well not a day or two ago but literally right before this thing started with Ukraine and Russia <laughs> They would literally not believe a word that the media said right right before this whole thing with Russia and Ukraine started. Now they believe everything that they're being told by the media. Even CNN. Some of these people bash CNN. Now they believe every word CNN is telling them. You understand how easy it is to just spin people right back around certain people? They know certain people are, are easily swayed. I'm not one of those people. And, and salute to the people that I talk to every day on Facebook and Instagram that know that know themselves too. They know that these things are not real. Some of these things are not be, are not real. They know that some of these things are being fabricated to manipulate people's emotions and to get us to support something that we shouldn't have any say so in in the matter in the first place. Okay. People got to use their discernment. I love that word. I love it. Since I've discovered it, I love it. Question everything. And I'm not saying that, you know, you can't trust anything. I'm just saying you got to question everything. You got to make sure you're being told the truth. These are trying times. These are the craziest of times. You understand? The craziest of times right now. With everything that's out there technology wise with that can be easily used to easily manipulate people. Special effects. They exist. Yeah, you think you think you've never seen anything on TV before that was not real, but they told you was real? Trust me. <laughs> There's plenty of things you've seen on TV that were you were told that was real that was not real. And a lot of these people got get caught. And they get sued. But the thing is, you don't hear about it. They get caught using, like, fake images. They get caught uh, using old images or, you know, they get caught doing these things a lot. But y'all just don't know about it because it's boring stuff, right? Why would anybody want to spend their time, you know, figuring things out like that? It's much easier to just say, oh, all politicians don't love us and blah, 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 and, you know, go on with your life. It's easier to just do those things. It's easier to just say, ah, oh, whatever. Throw your hands up and just say whatever. 
What am I supposed to do about it? You know what I mean? That's basically the, that's basically the common senses between like people that aren't too too into this. What am I supposed to do about it? You can do a lot. You can educate other people. That's what you could do. That's what I'm trying to do. And and I'm not acting and in no way, shape, or form do I know it all. So I don't want anybody to think that I'm like some know it all trying to act like I'm better than people because I I, I don't I don't know it all. I don't. I'm never going to know it all, but I'm cuz I'm never going to know it all because I'm constantly learning. Constantly. Every day, all day. Building building a brain. So I'm never going to know it all. As long as I keep wanting to learn things. Now, Ahead of the stated, ahead of the State of the Union address, uh, apparently I just see breaking news that they uh, dropped the mass mandate for Congress ahead of the State of the Union address. It says, let me read the official statement because I, I think it was something so trippy that it, it almost made me angry a bit. Let me read the statement. Where is it? One second. Let me just scroll down my Twitter feed so I can find it. Okay, it says breaking. This is from breaking nine one at breaking nine one one on Twitter. It says new Congress drops mask mandate ahead of Biden's State of the Union speech on Tuesday. Mask wear, quote unquote, mask wear is now an individual choice option. The Capitol attending physician said. You understand that they use they're using keywords. They're making you think that this is their their option to give and the moment they decide that they want to reverse and go back to it they can do it at any time because they've already established that they can turn it on and off when they want now and nobody's going to do anything mask wear is now an individual choice option it was always an individual choice option option and always will be just because a few places say a few places say you can't go in without it okay the option is I'll go shop somewhere else that doesn't Make me wear a mask. That's the option. I always had an option. They try to trick you into thinking you didn't, though. But you always had one. I see people say things, oh, I, I don't want to get this vaccine, but I got no choice. You're, you, 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 you have a choice. You're literally making a choice to get the vaccine. That's a choice. You chose to do it because you were scared. Because you were coerced. You know it's crazy? Because I say they're forcing people to take this vaccine, right? But sometimes I don't even like to use that word because in all reality, they're not really physically forcing you. They're literally, they, they are giving you an option. It's just that the other, it's just that the other, the other choice is, is harder than this choice. And you're making the easier choice. That's the problem. Well, the easier choice for now, anyway. So when people say, oh, I don't got any choice. Yeah, you do. It was always your choice. Mask wearing was always your choice. When they said you didn't have a choice but to wear a mask, you say, okay, well, I'll go to another store that doesn't make me wear a mask. Boom. You just made two choices. You made a choice not to wear a mask, and you made a choice to go spend your money with other people that actually appreciate your freedom. And theirs, too. Because if they don't appreciate your freedom, they don't appreciate theirs. If anybody's telling you you got to wear a mask, they don't respect the fact that they don't. they themselves don't have to wear one if they don't want to. They don't respect it. They don't respect that. And they don't respect themselves. They don't respect themselves. 
This guy Biden is a nightmare. He's sitting here saying that he. Uh, I'm watching this video. Biden claims he made things better. Let's play this. Let's let's play the audio out loud. It says Biden claims he made things better, but people are psychologically unable to feel happy. Let's play this. Hold on. Let me turn the volume up on my laptop so you guys can hear this video loud and clearly. One second. All right. Here we go. It's a phenomenal negative psychological impact that COVID has had on the public psyche. And so you have an awful lot of people who are, uh, notwithstanding the fact that, uh, that, that things have gotten so much better for them economically, uh, that they are thinking, but how do you get up in the morning feeling happy? Happy that everything's all right now. Did you hear that? Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear what this man said? This man just said. This man just said. I can't even. I can't even like. I can't even fathom like what, what planet this guy lives on. People wake up and know. Oh, my life. He said people wake up and know. Well, I know my life is better economically. But I can't. I just can't feel happy because of COVID. They just they, they want to keep selling you that fear. They telling you to feel like that. You know you don't you know how they say there's dog whistles for racism. That's a dog whistle right there for you to stay stay scared. Cause you're gonna watch it. You be like you're right. You're right. Why why can't I be happy? And it's like no, he's not right. He's manipulating you. Cause he's the leader of your country, and whether you believe it or not, his words. <laughs> as slow and stupid as they are half the time they mean something to a lot of people so and, and people can say the same thing about Donald Trump that's fine he, he did say a lot of stupid things I'm not gonna lie but he did a lot of great things and that's the, that's the difference Joe Biden just says a bunch of dumb shit and he doesn't do anything good I'm sorry for the for the language <laughs> he, he, he does a bunch of dumb-ish and says a bunch of dumb-ish Donald Trump said a lot of dumb-ish but he did a lot of great things He also said a lot of great things. He said a lot of epic things too. <laughs> but this guy is crazy, man. He he's try. He, he, they really believe that they 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 came in and they saved the day. Like in their minds, e- either in their minds they really believe this, or they know that they have to sell this to you very, in a way that where it looks like they believe it themselves because they're they're doing a great job. If they're acting, they're doing a great job because they look believable. Like they be, like they really like they really believe it. They ain't fooling me. They ain't fooling a lot of us. They are fooling a lot of other people, though. And they're fooling themselves. It's intense what we're dealing with right now. Very intense. Never been a time like this in our country ever before. This 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 president has no support. Now, ahead of his State of the Union address, Trump gave a speech last night at the uh, CP, CPAC down in uh, Florida. Um, you know, he, he, he gave a great speech. I didn't, I didn't get to hear too much of it. I caught clips, but of course I know it was a great speech. It's always a great speech. It's always a great speech. You know, I'm pretty sure he talked about the Democrats and their, uh, horrible, horrible policy, policy, uh, war, um, 
he did mention the truckers. He mentioned the truckers. He said if you're not, he did say if you're not on the side of the truckers, you're on the side of left wing fascists. Either either you side with the truckers and freedom, or you're basically you're a fascist. I mean, freedom is the ultimate end game for everyone. When you start chipping away and chiseling away at that little by little, you're gonna get pushed back. And any no no president of the United States of America should be chiseling away at anybody's freedom. Nobody. I don't care who who they're close friends with that are powerful people. They shouldn't be doing any of this stuff. But they they do it. World Economic Forum is is infiltrating a lot of cabinets. They said it themselves, filled with billionaires that are infiltrating cabinets of a high office. They already infiltrated Canada. You see what happened there? You seen what happened. That's what happens when the World Economic Forum infiltrates your government. Especially when they want to plan a great reset, you know, turn every country into one one country, uh, get rid of uh, paper money, all digital. These guys are nuts. They think that they... Unelected bureaucrats, they think that their dollar bills dictate the way our world goes. And sadly enough, there are a lot of people who scream they hate these billionaires and they hate they hate the the rich and tax the rich and eat the rich and all that. But guess what? A lot of you people that say that, you vote for the same people that are funded by those people. So deal with it. I voted for the guy who had his own money. I voted for the guy who had his own fortune and could back his and pay his own camp his own campaign and pay for his own things that he needed to run for president of the United States. I backed the guy who didn't have to who didn't have to ask anybody for anything because he had it already. Nobody goes into politics to get rich. You don't get rich in politics. You get rich <laughs> by the things that you do while you're in politics, the the other things that you do. Think of it as like a basketball player and endorsement deals. Think about it like that. Think about it like that. So, you know, there's a lot of people say, "Oh, well, he got into me." You think he ain't making money? It's like you honestly, you you honestly understand this man is richer than pretty much every president before him, and he will always be richer than every president before him. Presidents are not are not like these super rich billionaires, you know. Obama was worth. I think Obama tripled his worth while he was president. I think he was only worth like eight million dollars before he was president, and then after he's worth about 140, 40 million or something like that. I don't know. I could be very wrong in those numbers. All I know is that he he pretty much tripled his 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 worth as president. So you know. All I know is where we're headed right now, there's a lot of people jumping ships on the truth of movement and they're jumping back into the sheep cattle. They're jumping back into the barn with the rest of the sheep. They're taking their rightful place. A lot of these people were never truthers. They were just involved because it was a cool thing to do, I'm thinking. And they liked the, uh, you know, the... The companionship from all the all the truthers online—it's a, it's a community of people, man. Once you start posting these things, people, 
you you eventually grow a community of people that you know you guys keep in contact and you always comment on each other's stuff and select it's a select it's a select group of people. I got a large a large select group of people. Luckily, luckily, but a lot of them are starting to uh, jump back into the believe in the media, and it's 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 upsetting for me to watch that that they're being tricked. You know, it's upsetting. But um, so um, yeah, I just wanted to go in and give you guys some details about my trip. Talk about the events over the past week and you know weekend. Um, I'm trying to do episodes a little more often. This is why this is the third one. I think in three days or two days, uh, four days. I'm sorry, third one in four days. So I'll try to be back with you guys tomorrow. I'm gonna keep these episodes. A little, they're starting to get a little bit longer, but they'll still be short. 30, 30 minutes the most, probably the next one, too. So, um, you guys have a good night. Once again, it's your favorite minority from the loud majority, just touching base with the base. Take care, guys. Good night.